Mondays on Radio 191 FM. Tēnā koutou i mai koe ki te reo irirangi ko tahi. Ko Zach Toko Ingoa and these are your Radio 1 News Updates for Ratu, the 8th of June. Loberfest is a local music festival composed entirely of Ōtepoti bands and it's returning in 2021 for its 7th year on the 10th of July. Loberfest consists of 9 hours of live music with 18 bands playing including acts such as Mads Harrop, The Rhododendrons, Bow and the Constrictors and more. To understand more about Loberfest, Radio 1 spoke to Umbrellos owner and local musician Ed Lobo who organised the festival. The festival used to take place in February over the summer, but due to COVID-19 and its impact on the Ōtepoti music community, Lobo decided to hold it in the winter and give all the festival profits back to the community. This year, because of all the things that happened last year to musicians and they haven't been able to play, we decided to do a winter festival and all the profits would go to just the musicians themselves. Lobo says that community is the emphasis of Lobofest, from the local Ōtepoti band lineup to the local sponsors, including Emerson's. We want to build a community of people who know each other, musicians, some businesses as well, but not in the commercial way, more kind of getting together and just being together. It's, it's all about getting people in Dunedin, in the community, and giving something back to the community at the end. Despite acquiring a resource consent for LoboFest, Lobo is still worried about the potential of a noise control complaint. We will still have a noise complaint risk, but I'm very hopeful that it can be mitigated, especially because DCC already know and have given us the resource consent. And this is the day of the old blacks as well, so uh, there's going to be a lot of noise coming, <laughs> coming out from there. Lobo is also part of Save Dunedin Live Music, which made a petition that got over 1,500 signatures and a submission, both of which urged the DCC to better support the Ōtepoti music community in their next 10-year plan. We've had responses from the mayor himself. Uh, we had responses from some of the councillors. We've had a really good forum a couple of weeks ago in Dog With Two Tales. And it was nice to start seeing a dialogue. It's nice that they're giving all the time. It's nice that they're willing to hear us. I'm very hopeful that we, were, we are going to get somewhere. To buy tickets for LoboFest, visit the Facebook page or go to the website lobofest.co.nz. Now we cross over to Gemma for some more news. This year, local theatre company Arcade Theatre is trying something new and starting off their season with a musical directed by Dunedin opera singer Beth Waite. Now Hear This is a 2012 off-Broadway musical that explores self-discovery. My seven-second elevator pitch is four friends enter a museum, existential crisis ensues, and songs. The production is a musical, but Beth warns that you shouldn't expect the usual love songs. The closest we get to a love story is one of our characters is, has a fantasy boyfriend. That's the closest we get to a sweeping love story. But at the heart of it, the story is about friendship and is about found families. I think that's a universal experience. You don't have to have money to understand that in your mid to late 20s, you make your own family. Arcade Theatre have been operating in Otepoti since 2018 and are a regular presence in the annual Dunedin Theatre Awards. Putting on Now Hear This in 2021 has raised timely conversations in the company about how accessible local theatre really is.
Fortunately, it is a real thing. And when we're working at venues, it's something that I am super passionate about, about finding accessible venue spaces. And of course, in Dunedin at the moment, especially with everything with the 10-year plan, there have been a lot of talks about what the future of performance spaces look like in Dunedin. I, I've worked in the Athenaeum a lot. And it is, it's an accessible venue. We have the ability to cater to a lot more people. It's central and all of these things. It's a lovely place. But the lack of accessible venues in Dunedin is one of these things that makes my heart sad. Offering affordable ticket pricing is also important to the company, with student tickets to the show priced at only $15, or as Beth calls it, that's three coffees. Now Hear This opens this Thursday at the new Athenaeum Theatre with tickets on the door or via the Arcade Theatre Facebook page and website. Ko Gemma Tenei. Kia ora Gemma. Judith Collins is distancing herself and the National Party from former candidate Jake Bazant, following the revelation that Bazant had posted nude photos of his former partner and had been impersonating her online. Collins said she had no idea what Bazant was doing and called him a fantasist and possible sociopath. The revelations were made last week by Bazant's former partner Taryn Flintoft on a publicly published podcast, prompting Bazant to leave the party. The National Party is now looking to restructure its candidate selection process following a slew of poorly behaved men being expelled from the party. Bazant ran for the Upper Harbour electorate in the 2020 election, where former National MP Paula Bennett had won in the previous two elections, but Bazant lost to Labour MP Venushi Walters. Bazant's scandal comes at a time when National are polling low at 29%, according to the latest Colmar Brunton poll conducted in late May, with Judith Collins polling at 9% as preferred Prime Minister. On May the 18th, Parliament had its first reading of the second drug and substance checking legislation bill, with former National Party leader Simon Bridges making intriguing comments regarding substance use. I referenced several studies before. What they in summary indicate is firstly that by pill testing we provide a, a false confidence and encourage a view that the pill taking is safe and that use goes up. And that secondly, because that use goes up with that false confidence uh, around the safety of the pills, fatalities will increase. Radio One spoke with Jai Whelan, the Secretary of Students for Sensible Drug Policy, to understand whether Bridges' claims made throughout the reading were science and fact-based. Well, a paper came out um, this year, a study done by some Australians, that showed having substance testing on a site did not increase intention to use MDMA for people that have already used MDMA or are going to use MDMA, and also for non-users. Bridges also claimed in the parliamentary reading that uncut MDMA can cause fatalities, something which Whelan believes is taken out of context. It can, right? Um, but anything can cause fatality if you have enough of it, you know? I, I'd say that's a reasonable thing to say, but he's obviously missing out on a lot of nuance in that statement. So if um, people are responsible with any drug that they consume, they can be safer. The Drug and Substance Checking Legislation Bill does not provide funding to substance checkers, which Whelan believes is vital for substance checking. Uh, no funding at all, unfortunately, um, and that's something that I think is necessary to make the checking itself uh, workable. Well, for it to be workable across the whole country um, to a high standard. As well as identifying issues with Bridges' reading, Students for Sensible Drug Policy have also identified some substance-related issues with the new University of Otago Code of Conduct. 
One such issue involves the provost requiring students who violate the new code of conduct to attend drug or alcohol assessment sessions and programs, which Whelan believes is treated as a punishment rather than genuine help. Or making somebody go to a drug alcohol program, treating that as a punitive action rather than something that is to help them is a negative thing. And, you know, we think everyone should be helped if they have a problem with drugs or alcohol. And making it a punishment, you know, is something that's not going to work. The Drug and Substance Checking Legislation Bill is open to public submissions until the 24th of June. Oof, I guess that's the news done. Inaine te wa mō te huarere with Ruby J. The Radio 191 FM weather. Kia ora, call Ruby Tokoingua, and this is the weather for Ratu the 8th of June. We have a high of 13 and a low of 6 degrees. The day is supposed to be fine, with some northeasterlies breezing on through, but be sure to stay warm today, folks. A couple extra layers never hurt anyone. Our popo will have some low cloud clearing to fine in the morning and some northeasterlies. It'll be a tad warmer, with a high of 15 and a low of 7. That's it for weather, folks. In Nayane, it's time for some astrology. The Radio 1 Astrology Report. Tēnā koutou, people. It is indeed the Rad 1 Astrology Report, and boy do we have some predictions. We're right in the thrust of Gemini season, and Gemini's, your dual persona is coming out in force today, as the chill Taurus moon spends the first half of the day with Mars, allowing you to move in silence and get things done. But when Luna comes out tonight, you will feel reinvigorated and very self-expressive. So more or less, as long as you go study and get some mahi done, you can party it up in the evening. Go girl boss it up, Gemini's. Now Cancers, my second favourite water sign. Today you'll be feeling plenty stimulated from Taurus and Mars linking up. Use this energy wisely and with extreme caution. When the moon goes into Gemini, you'll feel a great deal of introspection coming on. I recommend installing the app Headspace if you haven't already and just contemplate. That's it for today's Astrology Report, folks. Remember, you're listening to Radio 1 Te Reo Irirangi Ko Tahi. Puritia Kia Raka.